Hello and welcome to the Friends End podcast, sort of post-match chat. Um, it's slightly different today and this will probably happen quite a lot because uh, I am driving home along the A34. Um, I go all the way back to Bournemouth, if anyone does care. Um, and I'm in the car with my brother Paul. Hello Paul. Hello. Hello, who you will have heard of in those sort of longer pods. And my dad, who's sat in the back, uh, who's trying to nod off, I think, after a, a very exciting game. So he might chime in if... if uh, if he feels like it. Um, so, uh, on the way to each game, I say, I wonder how we'll feel on the way back. And thoroughly entertained today. <laughs> it was mad, wasn't it? Um, I, first 15 minutes, I think, were all um, Coventry. I thought they looked very strong, um, very soft, uh, skillful, really probably the best team we've seen this season. And then it sort of switched and we had the most possession until their free kick uh, and then I I didn't like Eastie's position I said before it was taken you um, did so yeah what that that was my view of the first half that we were actually the better side throughout but they looked incredibly strong for the first 15 yeah I thought that they they switched play very well and the goalkeeper his passing was as good as we've seen you know from a goalkeeper you know, it, it, it was superb. Yeah, was it was 11, 11 outfield players almost, wasn't it? Um, but then we had the extra striker in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of feel bad saying that, but I'm on a high. Um, so, second half, I thought we started fairly strongly. Woodburn gets his incredible... Like, what a volley that was. You know, two inches to the left and we're, we're going nuts because it's one all. Um, but no, it bounces off and it, they broke away. Brannigan got a tackle in, but it fell straight to their other yeah. <laughs> player breaking. And, and you knew as soon as they started to break, well, we've just missed that chance, so they're going to score now. Yeah, it's, it's about once you lose that first ball, which, you know, obviously it hit the post, <laughs> but it's winning that second ball. And if you don't win that second ball, you have to be sensible enough to take a booking. Yeah. And... Uh, no one was taking that booking. Um, no, and I think Brannigan would have done, but actually made a really good tackle. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that sort of saved that. Um, and then, uh, so 2-0 down, you think, well, we were we were this. It would be nice if we could start scoring before we're 2-0 down. <laughs> but then yeah. we played well enough to this week, uh, this this match, which, which is good. Um, Mackie, who missed an absolute sitter in the first half, yeah, we seem to be missing sitters at the moment. Yeah, like, like Woodburns, but Woodburn Mackie, Taylor from the position he was in to Mackie, spin um, twice on, and on your weak foot pop it into the top corner. There's no way the keeper's getting it just outside the box or just you know it's on the edge of the box. Um, it, it's belief, and instead of having three minutes like on Tuesday, we've got 25 minutes to get back into the game. Um, and then I thought we just, you know, strength to strength, the balls into the box were always into dangerous positions until the point where the defender, even though there wasn't anyone immediately behind him, there was someone ghosting in, but um, felt we had to get something on it. What a finish! It was superb. You'd be buzzing if that was Ruffles popping that in. You'd be absolutely buzzing. Um, so, yeah, that happens. Then... You know, we'll talk about controversies later. They break away from a throw-in and score um, in extra time, and you think, "Oh, I can't believe from getting back into the game, we've we've let this slip." 
and then up steps that man again. <laughs> and apparently it's the same same defender pops the ball in the back of the net. Um, yeah, I think you have to say a, a lot for the quality of the balls into the box, though. I mean, absolutely. Um, maybe yeah. not so much the first one. I mean, he had to get something on It was right into there. a dangerous position. It was, but I think he will be very disappointed to... to it was a brilliant finish. You need someone to shout. And in the first half, the ball went across in a similar position and Cadden left it. And shouldn't have. He must have had the shout in order to leave it. The second own goal, it could have hit anyone and gone in. Yeah. Or it could have gone the other way. Now, these these sort of immediate reactions are usually only five minutes, but I don't think it's possible in this game. No. Uh, So, to talk about the controversies, uh, we've got um, sort of differing opinions on the, the issue for the first goal. It was offside in the build-up, so that decision should be given. But as soon as it isn't, you need to defend. And I've said this time and time again on the podcast. And that free kick got given, and we can put ourselves into a position to defend the free kick, and we didn't. Beastie's positioning wasn't right. And then uh, the player on, as you, as you're an Oxford player, the sort of left of the wall, the south stand of the wall. Yeah, get pulled got out. pulled away by a, by a run. That's fine, but everyone else should adjust. There was yeah. enough time to do that, and it didn't happen. And there was so much space that you could pick out, so that was frustrating. And I think that was our mistake in the first half when we go in 1-0 down. Yeah. Um, but you're obviously annoyed because of the offside. I am annoyed place. about the offside, but I do agree with you that you've got to do... Once it's given, that's it. You, know, you, you do have to <clears throat> focus and... It's something we can learn on. Uh, the the sort of flip side of that is a decision that happens and we don't have time to sort it out, which is the throw-in that went to Coventry when it should have been an Oxford throw. Yeah, you've got their, their I don't know whether it was a manager or assistant, blocking Carl Robertson from going to the ball and they somehow give Coventry a throw-in and we're not in position because... There's no reason for us to be in position. Um, no, I mean, it would be lovely if, if we had pretended that goal hadn't got in and got away with it, but it was so far over the line. Yeah. Um, but those... I didn't think the linesman was going to give it at first because he wasn't in the best position. But I can't think of a decision that either line or either assistant referees um, or the fourth official gave. No. The referee was giving everything. And the problem is, with referees like today, you look and you go at Salisbury today. If you remember the name of a referee, it's because they're dreadful. And he has to be the centre of attention every time. He's not fit enough to run outside the centre circle, so everything's a guess from the middle of the pitch. And he's arrogant enough not to sort of let the the other officials make a decision. And that's an issue. Of course, we've got the history with him with... uh sent off Beano against Swindon yeah sorry I shouldn't have said that <laughs> oh wow well, we haven't got a pound jar in the in the quick sort of breakdown um, the other big decisions um, he didn't give anything when there was Kelly and Mackey they squared up to each other Kelly was throwing himself around claiming that Mackey had punched him or elbowed him and wanting to get Mackey sent off Mackey picked him up by the scruff of the neck realistically both players should have been sent off. Especially as Kelly had dived earlier on, which was spotted by the referee because he said play on. And there was a couple of minutes like, afterwards, but he didn't go back. 
there was another decision where he did go back and he booked an Oxford player. It should have been a red. Oh, we from, think it should from, have been a red. From where we were sitting, that's sad. From where we were sitting. Because his studs were showing and nowadays if you go in... It was high and yeah. the studs were up and it was nowhere near the ball. It was, it was not a good challenge. It was possibly but, an orange, but yeah. you can't complain if a red was given. No. Um, um, so he, he didn't have control of the game. He actually had a decent first half I thought and then just absolutely lost it in the second yeah, half yeah I mean time wasting just did not exist to him in the second half no um, but then he did give five minutes and we got <laughs> we got a goal in that um, so did they um, they got a few more than that the other things uh, sort of one negative one positive um, both crowd related I'll start with the negative seeing fans trying to get over that sort of netting or advertising or whatever it is and stewards having to hold them back is pathetic it's really, uh, you're ashamed <laughs> when you see fans of your club doing that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Coventry fans started goading, but we would do the same if, if opposition fans were yeah, trying I didn't, to get over it. I mean, I might be wrong, but I didn't see any before the Oxford fans started charging. No. Um, and it's quite rare, actually, that that happens yeah. um, from the Oxford fans, so that was disappointing. But the positive from the fans, other than the fact made a lot of noise and really got behind the team... Um, was the FVEFL. Yes. Uh, it was nice to hear that from both sets of fans in, in light of the Football League at the moment. Um, before I finish off, uh, I think that Mackie getting in a tangle with Kelly changed the game, as well as the subs. The subs were brilliant. Both, yeah. both Baptiste, Baptiste and Fossu changed the game. But the crowd got behind the team massively during that fracas. Yeah, that number six touched the ball maybe once or twice afterwards and was hugged by Jamie Mackey. Oh, it was it was a brilliant rugby tackle. But, that I one. mean, that number six was... Well, he was a cheat. There's no other word for it. Um, and I, I actually feel sorry for the guy who scored the two own goals because I actually thought he, he played well. Um, oh, it was a cracking finish for the first. That number six did not deserve to win the game. Um, well, it, hey, before, before we finish off because I don't know how long this has been now it's, uh, it's not as quick as normal but before we finish off favourite phone in today oh, it's a text uh, which was shut up Carl Robinson we've won the game we haven't we proved but I was thoroughly entertained throughout and I think it was a yeah wonderful game of football and because we got the last minute point I'm feeling positive um, onwards and upwards and we'll speak to you in the next pod goodbye bye